You're listening to Story Power, a podcast dedicated to disruptive storytelling. I'm your host, Jen Kinney. Welcome. All right, we have a really special guest on the show today. Now, all of my guests are special, but I can honestly say that this is the only guest who has tweeted something that I tattooed on my body. So, you know, to make it weird, I just told him right away that I was that person. But to make it less weird, I invited my friend Keena Reed from the Anti-Blackness Reader and Divesting from Whiteness to come on and co-host the interview with me. So she agreed to do that, and we had a ton of fun. Propaganda is a poet, political activist, husband, father, academic, and MC, and we were lucky enough to have him on the show to talk to us about his new book, Terraform. Enjoy. Tweets on her arm. No, you're not. I am. The, oh my God, I've been wanting to meet you for so long. The nuance is sacred work. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh. Yep. Wow, so, that is so hey. dope. I was like, Kina, come on this podcast with me so I don't seem like a stalker here or anything because I'm not, but... <laughs> You're good. You are... I mean, are, I would not have led with that, but okay. No, nah, I mean, I right, find myself right. being like, oh, she cool. Like, oh, dang, that's dope, you know? <laughs> so Kina and I were feeling bad because yeah, we're, we're on Central Time. <laughs> I'm in Mexico right now. Oh, She's okay. in Louisiana. And oh, we're like getting up at, you know early o'clock and I'm like look Kina he's on the west coast like we can't feel sorry for ourselves at all nope (laughs) (laughs) anyway okay because we have limited time we want to just kind of dig Mm -hmm. right in Kina did you have anything you wanted to say before we jump in I just want to say that it was very interesting to watch you pour a cup of coffee considering the last time I saw your imagination was in a video where you were pouring coffee and so yes. <laughs> it was a very surreal moment. Like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing it in real time. Like, yes, he's yes, not- <laughs> he really It wasn't for the camera. Like, it, he was not doing really it for the gram. Do. He was not doing it for the gram. Okay, yes, nope. let's get started. Yeah. We are excited to have you. You just released a book called Terraform. Yes. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, so Terraform is a collection of poetry and short form essay essays uh around the idea of terraforming you know which is nerdy science fiction word about when you find a planet and the process of making that planet habitable you know and and so the idea of like building a livable world so i'm kind of playing on that as what we should possibly do here because earth is becoming kind of less and less livable you know so uh yeah i was like so you're like elon musk uh hopefully not you know <laughs> uh, but like because i actually like so there's a so the whole mission to mars chapter and the we aren't careful and the if we aren't careful poem in the book is actually inspired by elon musk which is just like you're just gonna you're just gonna do to mars what we did to earth you know and i'm like i don't think we've we haven't learned anything, you know, so hopefully not Elon Musk, you know, hopefully it's like we take best practices from Elon and kind of like sort of throw away the rest. So I actually I ordered the book 
pre-ordered it and then Mm -hmm. I moved to Mexico for the summer so I was like shoot I need to get this so I downloaded the audiobook yesterday and I listened to it in its entirety and I have to say for the people who are listening I say a buy the book B, definitely get the audio version as well, because to listen to you read Mm. the book is really great. You know, like I've read a lot of authors reading their books and they're good. I don't want to, you know, rip on anybody, (laughs) but like listening to you being in the work that you're in speaking, it's Mm. such a cool thing to hear. Now, you had talked about something early on in the book about the way we see culture and yeah. even media, like it's this thing that's totally outside of us and that we have mm-hmm. absolutely no input in. Yeah. So you say, we are the culture and the culture is us. And you talk about this, like it's this prophetic imagining of what could be if we took more ownership over what is. Could you yeah. talk about that a bit? Yeah, uh, thank you for pointing that out. Um, yeah, the whatever is, someone made up they just did it a long time ago you know and that person imagined a future that you and i exist in they some of them may have imagined a worse one some of them may have imagined a future that uh people like me aren't supposed to exist in you know (laughs) um but at the end of the day culture is somebody's culture is just someone's imagination you know that has been we've accepted as the norm, you know? So the idea that I, again, that, that it's not something separate from us, because if you have no humans, you have no culture, right? So culture is humans. It's, you know, so, so if we would, if we are seeing things that aren't working for us, well, we made that up. So then if you, if you have something that's not working, what do you, what do you do in any other situation? You start tinkering. You know, you start thinking of something else. Well, we could do that with gestures wildly this, you know. Um, it's not working. At least it's, well, it's not working for most of us. It's working for some of us, you know, but it's not working for most of us. And then for those that it is working, I'm going to argue that it's slowly killing you, even though it feels like it's working for you. You know what I'm saying? So the idea I want to present is like, again, I can't stress this enough. Culture is made up. And if that's the case, then we can make it better. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And and I feel like this is a time where this idea and this concept and this possibility for reimagining mm. is a really helpful thing for a lot of people. Kina, was there anything that you wanted to ask within that? I mean, I'm trying not to derail us because that's who I am in the world. But I, I did have a follow-up that I was just going to wait to add, you Drop know? Drop it on us. But when you say we, Do it. prop, like, I want to, mm-hmm. I really would like us to interrogate that. Because in case mm-hmm. you can't tell, I'm a black woman, you know, I just want to mm-hmm. put that out there. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel like I am part of the we that made shit up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, can we, can we expand on that in terms of we? Because, like, for example, when we, when we think of something like linear time. Mm-hmm. I mean, was I in the room when that was created or, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. like, you talk about this week and I agree with you, right? Culture is human, that humans have made it up. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we might need to investigate that we a little bit when we're talking about who made up conceptions of, you know, time or who made conceptions of of civility 
right? Like, I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's important to name. Of course. Uh, yeah. So to get into the the weeds of it, you know, and, and get down to specificities, if you listen to the song, We Are the Culture, I'm talking about black and brown people, you know, in a, in the specifically in the song, you know. Now, in the royal we, you know, that I'm I'm speaking with in terms of the book, I am talking about humanity. Now, it was I sitting at the table? Absolutely not. You're absolutely correct as a black person. Absolutely, I wasn't sitting at the table. That said, were those ideas that the folks that were at the table considering me? Yes, they weren't considering my flourishing, you know what I'm saying? But they were considering me. White supremacy exists because black people exist. You know what I'm saying? So I am just as much a part of this. I didn't have a say in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, But I am just as much a part of it because I was in their imagination. Yeah. Because that structure can only imagine, like you said, a stratified universe that says yeah. that I can only succeed if I'm subjugating somebody else. Yeah. Right. I just happen to be the subject of that somebody else. Yeah. You know, that's good. Um, so in in interrogating the we, that would be a good like, OK, let's dive deeper. That would be a good let's unpack. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm glad you asked that. And then the we can maintain it, too. Right. So, I mean, just to add that follow up, though, even if I wasn't at mm -hmm. the in the room at the table when the construction was made, doesn't mean that I mm -hmm. haven't necessarily maintained it in some capacity, too. Yes. And that that would be the next step. Like the so the second I accept that as normal, you know, now there's a thing, you know what I mean? And then start using these tools to subjugate somebody else. I've now made this that I'm like this. Now this isn't separate from me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm a part of this. So uh, there is a, a a part of this that like, you know, a phrase that this feminist thinker, then I can't think of her name, but it's somebody my, my wife quoted to me because, uh, you know, she's smarter than me that said that, like, you know, the personal is political and that uh, culture can only be as healed as we are. So this idea of saying um, if I'm still coming from this this scarcity model because of my own trauma, like if I haven't looked at my own trauma, you know, you know, interrogated that I might find myself saying, well, I'm going to make sure these laws are my laws are good before or instead of the latino community yeah because i'm worried about my things yeah you feel me and yeah. i'm like okay i'm you those are the that's keeping, the oppressor's tool yeah keeping the you know hierarchy. What I'm keeping the hierarchy yeah keeping that hierarchy i'm still building this hierarchy yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying and i'm into and i'm like hey listen that hierarchy's made up and i don't have to exist in that in that scarcity you know yeah yeah Jen has so many other questions. <laughs> okay. I love it. I know. The rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. That's good. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I, and I expected her to. So that's why I was like, Kina, you have some thoughts. I can see it. One of the things that you had said, and I don't remember the exact quote in the book, you talked about, I don't have to fear my neighbor. Mm -hmm. it, like you were talking about empire and the scarcity yeah. model and, and you yeah. wouldn't have to fear your neighbor if you weren't afraid that there was going to be scarcity for you. And I yeah. just, I really appreciated expanding 
my imagination on what could be, you yeah. know, and this idea that it doesn't have to be this way. And what yeah. does it then look like? And so one of uh, our questions for you was like, what would this concept of terraforming look like in practice? Yeah, man. Um, I tried to write a book that asked the reader to imagine rather than me thinking of it for you. So, I, and I try to make most of my work like this. Most of my work is like, hey, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just saying, I don't know if y'all see this, but <laughs> this, these are some things I think we could think about. So now that said, the way that I would imagine this is I would, I start off again, like with, with the personal, like what's happening inside of me and then what's happening inside of my home. You know, I'm, I'm a father, you know, I have, it's, I'm a girl dad. It's only women in my house. What does it mean for me to, you know, be a loving and supporting like father, like to not lose my identity, but at the same time, how do you parent without patriarchy? Like, what the hell is that? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen it. You know what I'm saying? So, so for me, I'm like, well, okay, well, let's, well, let's start here. What is, how do I lead my daughter without lording over my daughter? How do I listen to her, you know what I'm saying, and allow her to make her own decisions, but at the same time, hold her accountable. You still got to do the dishes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm chanting down patriarchy, but these dishes need to be washed. You know what I'm saying? So like, how, how do I do that? You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, now let's start there. Now, if I could see that in this house between her and her siblings, when do I stop saying this section of the refrigerator belongs to this child and that section belongs to that child, meaning, rather than being like, this food is for our house, you know? Um, but at the same time, I wanted to understand ownership, you know, and like, and, and, and to value the things that she worked hard for, because I mean, you in the ocean, you might as well swim. Like I'm not, I, when you walk out the house, it's still a capitalistic racist society. You know what Woo! I'm saying? So I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to like, I'm not going to walk, you know, not prepare her for it. You know what I'm saying? That said, uh, but I still want her to say that, have her understand that like, well, it doesn't have to be this way, but I just understand the ocean I'm in, you know? So then, and now, and then expand outwards and start saying, now when I go into casting these votes, you know, for my local elections, am I thinking about myself or am I thinking about my neighbor? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I thinking about, we not, I just, just now I heard before I got on any of the calls, I was like, they was talking about a jobs reports and like, and I'm listening and I'm like, yo, this is still scarcity. You still saying there's only so many jobs available. You know what I mean? And like, so of course they not, of course they gonna keep black and brown people in prison because there ain't enough jobs to go around. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, what if we stop thinking like that? I know when I was a kid, People would tell me, you know, um, hey, you know, there's only so many jobs and, you know, some of them suck. And sometimes you got to work fast food and you get going to hate it, but you got to do it because you got to work. And I thought to myself, you know how you don't work for fast food? You don't apply there. That's easy. Just apply somewhere else. Because in my head, I mean, I'm from the city. I'm like, there's numerous ways to earn funds. There's there's. Anything's possible. Like I could work anywhere. I don't have to work just because you telling me these are my only options. 
You know what I'm saying? It may take me longer, right? I may have to do something myself, but like you, there's, there's an abundance. The possibilities are endless, you know? So like, so, so I'm just saying like the more that we build a, a culture in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a group of humans that already imagine something different, then I think that it expands into how we institutionalize that. I just, so many things you said, I was like, like if we had like the neural transmission of my brain right now, it would be like red and yellow, Mm -hmm. red and red, you know? Um, So I'm not a parent. I have several nieces and nephews, but I was thinking about that, uh, this concept of how do you hold the tension of what is and then connect it, track it with what could be. And um, for me, I think that journey started with Black Panther. I know it's very cliche. Yes. Okay. I know it's a very mm-hmm. cliche thing to say. Um, and I'm, I might look 21, but I'm much, much older than that. And I'm almost embarrassed to say that Black Panther was the movie that kind of, I, I watched the movie five times. Yes, I watched it five mm-hmm. times. There was five different viewings, but I went to this panel discussion about it. And mm-hmm. one of the questions that really kind of ignited something in me was like, we know Wakanda is not real, but what if the, what if it were? What would this version yeah. of a black utopia look like? And I can't yeah. tell you how many people were in the room, prop, but no one can answer it. There, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there were like hundreds yeah. of people and we were all, and most of, I mean, there were, it was mostly black folks, but lots of different people in the space, but yeah. we were all like dumbfounded. Like what would we yeah. do? And so yeah. as, as, as sexy and imaginative as that is, the mind can't conceive it because of so many things that tell us that's not possible, right? And so I yeah. just wanted to hold that space, like to look beyond scarcity, right? Which I'm yeah. 200% with you. But I just got put yeah. onto that. Like, I'm going to name me. Yeah. I don't want to talk about anybody else. Like, I just really yeah. started to be like, it doesn't have to be this way. There's a different trajectory, yeah. you know? And yeah. once you open the door, then all these other things can come yeah. in. But getting that door open. Yeah. And that's what I hope for with the book. Yeah. I just want to crack that door open because I don't know. Like, you, you're right. Like, there's even a section in the, in the book where I said somebody asked me that. What's, what's America without racism? What would that look like? What's America without patriot, patriarchy? And, like, and the same way, I was like, I couldn't answer it either. So I was like, well, jazz was because of segregation. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't, would we have landed there? Like, I don't know, you know, and I can't imagine a world without jazz, you know? So I'm like, nor do I want one, you know? So I'm like, uh, I, I feel the same way. And that, and that to me is like, uh, I turned pers- I turned inward and was like, have I, have I forgotten how to dream? You know, like, have I, because there was a time that because somebody imagined Wakanda because that's why we know what it is, you know, and they were like, nah, possibilities endless. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, well, well, damn it. Well, if we can make it in a movie, why can't we make it? Can we make it here? But you're right. Yeah. I'm like, that would never work. Really? Really? Are we all do we not all sit in chairs in the air and go to other parts of the world? Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that never worked. Well, it did, you know. So that that's what I'm that's where I'm getting at. I'm like, we've already done stuff that was impossible. So well, let's do it again. Um, 
I just wanted to say I muted myself because I was trying to limit my call and response prop because there was a Ooh. I was like, ah, Amen, preach again. Uh, <laughs> but we can't let you just roll through jazz happening because of segregation. Like I don't think the listeners yeah. will be big mad when they listen to yeah. this and you're like, we didn't stop there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we jazz know happy. we know you're now. St- don't give it all away because that's in the book. This is in the book, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just give, yeah, give, them, give it all away. Give a give a teaser. You know what I'm saying? Just give a little bit of teaser, yeah. please. Uh, about what I mean by that? Yes. Just enough yeah. for people to be like, "Ooh, I really need to read the rest of that shit." Yeah. So what? I mean, this is just this is just history. Like you can Google this stuff, but like because of segregation, because we weren't allowed into formal music training schools, we weren't allowed into clubs you know or anything like that like we black people taught themselves you know and formed our own circuits you know of you know clubs and speakeasies and and, and and things as such out of this was just the cards we were dealt you know mm-hmm. so we used our own sort of musical traditions and our own practices our own curiosity, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're looking at classical music, it was like, it was available for anybody, you know? So we heard it too, you know what I'm saying? And and started processing things, putting it through our own grid, whether yeah. it was blues music and stuff like that. And we just created our own stuff because, I mean, well, you ain't let us go over there, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> what we gonna do? Well, we sat over here and made our own things. And then, and then it's like, you know, you like, you know, you have somebody says, mine, 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 it's all mine. And then look over, but what you got over there? And then you look over there and it's like, well, damn, that's, that's actually pretty cool too. And it's like, and well, it's- <laughs> are you going, are you finna reach your arm over on our plate too? Like, because and I'm like, nah, you make, you said this was all we had. So this is what we made with it. You and know? we made it great. So you want my plate too? We made yeah. it great, even with limitations. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, soul yeah. food whatever like the limitations and we just we master yeah. it right uh yeah june is black music month sure is <laughs> oh y'all i wish you could have saw prop's face just now so i mean what <laughs> what does black music mean not just to you but like to the world you know because you're talking about the things that we created yeah uh i I see black music as such the like almost like full circle back to the metaphor of like the culture, you know, where, you know, we sat in our own little corner, you know, and decided how and had these processes of how we heal ourselves, you know. So like even there's a there's a thing in the uh, in, in the book where I talk about, you know, the banjo being from West Africa you know, mm-hmm. and then going to the Appalachian Mountains with these uh, Gaelic, you know, Irish poor folk, you know what I'm saying? Where they brought their, they brought their mandolins and their, and their sing-songy stuff from the Northern Isles and freed slaves would play their banjo, you know what I'm saying? And boom, folk music, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, we made that too, you know? So, uh, I mean, a so website just, we need a website called we made that too.com <laughs> yeah 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 we made that too you know what i'm saying so uh, 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 
<laughs> so to me, it's like black music is a metaphor of that. So I'm like, when you know your little your little swing dancing classes, no, that's jazz. That's we we made that, you know. So to me, like black music is just like it's a metaphor for so much of. I mean, I don't know what TikTok trend doesn't trace back to black kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't know. Uh, even with my own daughter, like I'm looking at her, and she's now realizing it even more. My own daughter is going, yeah, that came from black people, huh? And she used to always get like laugh at me because I would always be like, nah, that's black. No, that's black. Every time she would say something, I was like, you know, that's black, right? She's like, damn, dad, like, why is it? And I'm like, because it is. <laughs> if it wasn't, I'd tell you, but it is. You know, so I, I feel like this, it's not even just a celebration of black music, but it's a celebration of like our our contribution to all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um and just and let's celebrate it through the lens of of our music. And what would happen if once people could establish that, yeah, that's black. We're joking, but we're also telling the dead ass truth but too, dead right? Serious. Yeah. We're dead serious. Yeah. What yeah. would that even mean? And now I'm theorizing on the call, right? But like, what would that even mean? Because to get us closer to being fully humanized too, right? Like once you See, realize. Yeah. yeah, I think in a lot of ways, man, uh, there's a cool parallel to like the native experience to where the, the natives were like, you know, we can't, we don't, you coming over here to buy this plot of land, they like, it's not ours to sell. Like, we I don't make own the it. Plan. <laughs> we don't own it. We don't own it. Like, I can't sell this to you. Like, and, and, and even if I do, you still don't own it because you ain't make, like, it's not, like the earth is ours. Like we're here to share it. You know what I'm saying? So I think like the hospitality that come from like our culture that's like, yeah, you know, you welcome, but don't act like this is yours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can come in my house, but that don't mean you can walk in my refrigerator. Like, yeah. damn, cuz, you know what I'm saying? Like you're a guest, you know? So I think that like if culture would learn to acknowledge that, like that's when to me, it's like, that's when we show like the fullness of who we are to where it's like, nah, you welcome. Like, Nobody mad at like white people listening to hip hop. Like I'm mad when you act like you own it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, what is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. that you, you, yeah, or that you like, or that you the originators of this, and now you propping up your own heroes. Then you set up an infrastructure, and it's like, man, what? that to me, it's like that's that's what I mean by like that parallel, of, like natives, to where it's like, the hell you mean a reservation, like. <laughs> <laughs> what why, what did you talk about? Why you trying yeah. why you trying to trademark the Amazon rainforest? The rainforest? Yeah, did you, did you just buy the rain? You talking about something that's older than all of us. But you, talk, you know what I'm saying? What did you talking about? You bringing yeah. it to court, bro? Like the yeah. rainforest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The tree. You telling me this tree. This tree's two thousand years old. It what needs, is you talking about? It needs litigation. Yeah. It needs litigation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I would never yeah. forgive myself if I didn't bring up coffee with you today. Last thing. Yes. Coffee. Yes. Real talk. Uh real talk. Coffee, yeah. music. We're gonna end it right there. Yes. Yes. Thoughts, expansion. I just want you to know that my mom made me play coffee was a black man for her like three times in a row. Let's go. Because again, it's the same as music. Yeah, it's this. That's why I was like, black music is the same metaphor. Like, coffee come from Africa. Coffee only grow at the equator, so that's where brown folks exist. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? But it's something you only you learn later, not while it's in your cup. You learn when you start researching. You know what I'm saying? 
So to me, it's like, then coffee became a justice issue. Now I'm like, okay, now we need to think about the whole supply chain. You know what I'm saying? Now we need to think about the whole uh, in- industry to be like, wait, 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 time out. This is now, it's just like hip hop now. Now it's just like jazz. Now it's just like, it's all the same now to me. So for me, it's like I'm participating in, a, in, an, in an ancestral tradition just as much as I am just enjoying the cup. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like in a, a real full circle moment, now I have to get a tattoo that says coffee is a justice issue. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. uh, That's awesome. Jen, you want to close us out today? Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Can you tell people where to find your book, any music that is coming out, and how we can follow and support your work? Yes, it is all Prop Hip Hop. So prophiphop.com, and then all of my socials are Prop Hip Hop. So, and there's a, on there, you can click the, on the prophiphop.com, there's a link that say coffee, and it's, a, you know, a bunch of different, uh, you know, black and brown owned coffee shops, you know, then there's book, you can get the book, you know what I mean? And all my socials, all the music is all there. Thank you so much. Thank you, y'all, man. This was dope, man. Appreciate you gave me a lot of laughs. laughs. And that concludes our episode with Prop. Stay tuned for part two, where Kina and I talk more about what terraforming looks like in our lives. 